You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Good morning. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio. We are here live at Quinnemolis Tolley Rosary in Stanley, North Dakota. And we have Father David Richter with us this morning. Thank you for joining us. It's good to be here. Good. I, I'm so glad that you made the trip over here from Minot to join us. Thank you for being live with me. You're welcome. You're so, welcome. You know, Father David, we um, uh, as I was getting ready today, I, I always turn on the little bit of prayer, and sometimes I get to catch what the Holy Father is talking about. Well, um, our, it, it's so amazing how God works in our life, and, it, and, and when we listen. And the Holy Father spoke today on the struggle that David had of following God, and that we can do the same thing. He, he sinned. He, he did. Mm-hmm. He, 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 he slipped a little bit there. He sinned, but he came back, and he came back to God. And the Holy Father encourages us to stay on that path also. We've had some wonderful guests this morning. Father uh, Joseph explained to us a little bit about our charism and our orders. We've had Corey Enander and Nikki Berg with us, and they explained a little bit of their journey and how their family is coming to find God. And so now, Father David, you come from a large family. Yes. And I know that you boys wrestled. So I know you know physical struggle and spiritual struggle. Yes. Uh, Yeah, it's an appropriate title. Uh, I did wrestle, uh, and I have a number of brothers, and and I'm not going to list all of them, otherwise that'd take (laughs) up the whole segment. So uh, I have nine brothers, four sisters. My little brother right above me is uh, a priest, Monsignor Tom. I have two, three, now three uh, nephews that are in the seminary. Uh, One will be ordained a deacon this fall. Beautiful. that's not about my family. It's just uh, um, God blessed me with a, a beautiful family, but as all families, not perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and, and sometimes uh, I think in the wrestling, uh, uh, my wrest- experience wrestling in high school uh, is a very good analogy for prayer. Because things don't always go the way you want it to, uh, but if you give up, you're you're not going to get anywhere. Uh, instead, you got to come back to it and and not give up and, and continue to be faithful to your routine and your practice. Uh, so following God is that way. Um, I uh, I, I want to give maybe a spotlight little example in my discernment that would kind of answer this question. Uh, early on in grade school, the end of grade school, I was convicted. I was convicted that maybe maybe God was calling me to be a priest. My dad spent uh, four years of high school seminary, three years of college before he left and met my mom and, and married and Praise God for myself anyway. I wouldn't be here if that wouldn't have happened. Uh, But it just formed in me this, I don't know if I'm going to be a priest or not, but I do know that I'm going to spend at least one year in the seminary uh, 
to answer what God wants before I make a life choice. And so I always had that in my heart all through high school. I, I dated some girls and uh, I would somehow seem to manage to to wreck the, 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 the dating uh, before it got serious because I, I didn't want that. I, I wasn't ready to make that choice. So as I, as I was in seminary, right before I went in, I met a girl who's the oldest of 13 from a dairy farm in Minnesota, and I'm one of 14 from a dairy farm in North Dakota. And I'm like, wow, God, this, match, this huh? is, yeah, like a, this is like what I would order. <laughs> and so all during seminary, my good heart, which King David, it was his heart that, that God saw that pleased him so much. It wasn't his perfection. Mm-hmm. It was his heart. And, and early on, uh, I really believe I had a heart like that, just very soft. And uh, But as I got in seminary, and you, you learn through high school to be tough and not take things. I think I went into seminary now with the answer I wanted because I met this girl. I had a, a sense of that affection and love, perhaps, which I think a guy needs to have to be able to say no to before he can say yes to uh, fully to God. And so I, I went there asking, trying to figure out why I shouldn't be a priest. And every time I would think I had it, I told my spiritual director I was at home and Gosh, I just have a gift with kids, and I love kids. Isn't that a sign that maybe, uh, you know, God's calling me to be a dad? He goes, ah, maybe. He goes, but do you want a priest that doesn't like kids and isn't good with kids? And I go, no. He goes, well, then it's a sign to be a priest, too. And, and, and so I kept trying to find these reasons why. And finally, uh, later on, to make the story a little shorter, uh, I... I uh, had a, a formator really say, look, you just, you need to ask God what he wants you to do. And you mm-hmm. can't do it for, because people have prayed for you for seven years or, or the church, your diocese needs priests. You have to do it because, you know, it's what God wants you to do and you want to do. Mm-hmm. And it's simple advice. But I, I sometimes joke with people. I said, um, we can always doubt the signs. I, if I drive into St. Louis, was praying, God, give me a sign that I'm called to be your priest. And I went by a billboard and it said, David, I want you to be my priest. I would say, well, I'm in South Dakota. That must be for a different David. <laughs> sure. So, David in the Bible. <laughs> right, right. So, so there is a wrestling because the enemy's trying to wrestle us away from following God. So, so we're mortal men. But, but to see our weakness, that we can let God use that. Mm. Like Jacob, uh, using another example, mm-hmm. Jacob mm-hmm. in the Bible, he wrestled with God. He threw, threw his hip out, but he still, he still clung to mm. God. Mm-hmm. But yet he told God, tell me who you are. Tell me what to do. Yeah. Yeah. So even though we struggle and we wrestle, we need to be there. Right. We, yes. And, and, and this is something I've said many times. I, and, and it's easy to say when you're not struggling with it, but I said, God, I, I would much rather deal with physical pain than, you know, emotional or spiritual. And, and one of the things that um, God has really given me a, a desire for is kind of spiritual direction, retreats, or, or reconciliation. And, and what he revealed to me, um, I... I 
I have more than my share of failures, weaknesses, sins. Um, but there was this, I call it an inverted pride. Every time I'd go to confession, I was like, okay, this time I'm going to get it right. And, and my focus is on me fixing myself. It, right. it wasn't focused on what God wants to do for me, his mercy. Until one day I, I, I went in and it, it just hit me. Uh, I'm trying to earn God's love. I'm trying to fix myself. Mm -hmm. And I'm missing the whole point. God loves me in my brokenness and wants to give me his mercy. He wants to love me, but I'm too busy, too stubborn, too prideful, yes. trying to do it myself that I, I wasn't willing to let him do it. Yeah. And, and, and there, that's where our struggle changes. Because if we recognize that and we say, and sometimes I have to get hit on the head three times by him and say, okay, God, I got it now. Okay, you're it. I need yeah. to stop this. Right. And so then when we give that over, oh, it's just a wonderful day. Right. And and I I have five children of my own. I, I, you know that I, I won't go into my struggles because we're speaking to you. But, oh, Wow. Yeah. Uh, college kids, high school kids, younger ones. I just, I, when I say, okay, God, I need to hear you. I need yeah. to take a moment. Then I need yeah. to respond. Yeah. It, 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 the day goes so much better. So much better. Right. Yep. And so that influence, I mean, that influence for my children, pushing me, that's a push to me. So your family your mom, your dad, did you see them pray the rosary? Did you, did you, you saw the struggles for them? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. So uh, certainly, uh, probably the, the thing that um, is something that I want to make sure I say, so I'm, I'm going to be short on the other. Yeah, the, there was struggle with each other. We had to milk cows twice a day. Yeah. Uh, we had to do all kinds of things. We learned how to work. I started driving a manual pickup at five years old. And, oh, my uh, goodness. Milking, when you started first grade, you were on the milking duty. Uh, and, and having, they had, on their 10th wedding anniversary, uh, the seventh child was born. Imagine wow. uh, dealing with that. And then mom would play organ for mass, usually getting there late. It, it was just, but we usually, especially during this time of year when it's dry out, every night we knelt down in the living room and prayed the rosary. Mm -hmm. And usually us kids would, dad would call our name and we'd lead the Hail Marys. And, and, and but yeah, there was, there was at times fight, division, you know, kids are kids, they want to see where the boundaries are. But what has been such a blessing after, uh, when I was ordained, my older brother said, we got to have a, a brother's and dad's outing. So for 20 years now, we get together a Thursday evening to a Sunday, and there's two of us priests there, and, and uh, other good brothers that, that are teachers and, and whatnot, and we get together. And, and we've finally, right, right away, it was just being nice to each other and socializing. <laughs> but now we've come to a point of where we can speak honestly and share and address things that concern us or whatever. And, yeah. and we don't just get mad and defensive. We know it's coming from a place of love. Mm -hmm. And men usually don't learn that. 
And I yeah. talk to a lot of families about it. I try to encourage them, but they're not my family. They don't have a group of 11 people that would get together. Yeah. So, so, so those graces, once you see it, it becomes simple, but it's still not easy. You still yes. got to wrestle with it. Yeah. So, Well, thank you, Father. Wow, that is what a beautiful story of life that we're sharing here today. And we're going to continue this. We have two seminarians that are struggling, quote-unquote, to live their life, to become priests, and still in the process of discerning. And we're going to come back and we're going to talk about some things in their life that will be able to enlighten us to keep going in all aspects of what happens in our world today. So come back, join us at Real Presence Live, right here from Stanley, North Dakota, at the Queen of the Most Holy Rosary. Yep, listening to Jake and uh, Connor, two seminarians that are with me this uh, summer. So it'll be exciting. Don't miss it.